Let me just get, take a drink of water. I'm already recording, really. Oh, we are? Mm-hmm. All right. This is, um... I was trying to think of a funny <laughs> podcast name, but... <laughs> I, I ain't got nothing. <clears throat> Hello, Andres. Hello, Hugo. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Wachanda Movies. Uh, so just to explain the pod a little bit, Andres used to not like movies. And now you do like movies. That's right. Yes, yeah, the opposite of, of Jasmine, who's not here right now, who who I usually introduce first. Yeah, um, the main podcast was based around her. Yeah, that was so, the spark of the yeah. Uh But you know, it's still it's still the same because you guys have a lot of still have a lot of overlap in terms of movies you haven't watched. Yeah. Uh, so I, you know, that's my thing is that I'm gonna show you guys movies that you haven't seen, and we're doing a director series, so we're doing it by director. Uh, so we did Martin Scorsese, which you weren't here for. Uh, have you seen any Martin Scorsese movies? No. All right. You should so. watch. You should watch those movies and then listen to those podcasts. Which one did you guys do? Taxi Driver, Goodfellas, and uh, Wolf of Wall Street. I've seen part of Taxi Driver when I was young. And you're like, this is basically Joker. Whatever. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what happened. Um, yeah. So we're doing Guillermo del Toro. So, uh, last week we watched Pan's Labyrinth. And it was sick, yeah. Yeah. And now, what are we watching? We are watching Crimson Peak. Ghosts are real. That much I know. I've seen them all my life. Spoilers, of course. Yeah, so Crimson Peak is written by Guillermo del Toro and Matthew Robbins. It stars, and I've been practicing this name right here, Mia Wasikowska. Do you know who that is? That's the main girl? That's the main girl, yeah. Do you know what she's been in? No. You've seen her in, in the movie. You see, She's uh, Alice, uh, Alice in Wonderland. Oh, is she? Yeah, she's... Oh. You don't I, think she looks, <laughs> she looks I don't, exactly I don't, the same? I didn't like recognize her, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I also yeah. don't really remember Alice that much, though. So You've seen two movies. Yeah, I've Alice. seen both of them, yeah. Both of them. And I don't, I don't remember anything that happens in either yeah. one. Uh, yeah, she was 18 when she did that first Alice movie. You know, she was 23 in this one, I think. Which makes me feel huh, like uh, yeah. I'm, I'm wasting my time. What's going on here? <laughs> um, uh, Jessica Chastain. You know who that is, right? Well, so she's in. Uh, like, do I know what she is in this? Yeah. Yeah, she's the the sister. Yeah. Yeah. What else? Is, do you haven't seen her in anything else? Uh, not that I, like, immediately knew, like, oh, hey, that's that one girl or anything. Uh, you, you never saw Zero Dark Thirty? Nope. The Help? Nope. What else is she in? Oh, she was in that new X-Men movie. Did you watch that? No. No. <laughs> no. I, I don't think anyone did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tom Hiddleston, which obviously... Seen. <laughs> no, who is that? <laughs> Who's that? Um, and uh, then Char- <laughs> Charlie Hunnam. Is that the doctor? That's the doctor, yeah. Have you seen him? Does he look familiar to you? No. Uh, he was in Pacific Rim. Was he? Yeah, he was the main character. What? Nah, dude, Charlie from uh, from that one show I don't like. Always Sunny is the main <laughs> character. Yeah, he was in that. You know, he's in the sequel. Apparently, he's like a robot or something. What? And that doesn't make any sense, because in the first one, he's just a guy. Yeah. What a, what a weird <laughs> sequel. Um, uh, he was also in uh, King Arthur. That, that movie. Oh. Remember, 
remember that movie that we, we went to and then I didn't see because I had a panic attack throughout yeah, the whole movie? Yeah, that was yeah. good, dude. I, I think I almost fell asleep watching it. Really? I think so. Yeah, I, didn't I was I was very bored. <laughs> I didn't pay attention to it because I was uh, freaking out. Yeah, I, had, I, I remember <laughs> that. That was my final, the day before my final. Yeah. And I, I was like, this final is going to determine whether I stay in school or not. <laughs> so that's why I was freaking out. Um, it's wild. And I passed that final. Oh, I hadn't studied. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you went to go watch a movie <laughs> I went to go watch a movie instead. That's great. And dude. I remember thinking this was a mistake. <laughs> um, yeah, so this premiered at Fantastic Fest. Um, do you know what that is? No. It's uh, in Austin, Texas. Do you know what the Alamo Draft House is? Yeah. Yeah, they, they, held, they hold that. They held, they hold, they throw. No. They throw guests they out throw. for talking. That is true. Yeah, they do. Yeah. That is true. Um, they they do a film festival. Nice. That's cool. Um, do they show Fantastic Four there? No. no they only, the, only the 2015 version. Nice. Um, it premiered on September 25th, 2015 at the Fantastic Fest. And it was released in the United States on October 16th, 2015. On a budget of $55 million, it made a box. Uh, it grossed. Seventy-four point seven million dollars, which is not great. Usually, they should double their production budget. Anyways, yeah, usually they should double their production budget because you know taking account marketing and all that. Uh, at the forty-second Saturn Awards, so we've talked about Saturn Awards before. Do you remember those? No, which one are those? They're like uh, the Oscars, but for like sci-fi, horror, and fantasy. Oh, okay. Uh, so it was nominated for Best Horror Film, Best Director, Best Writing, Best Actress, Best Supporting Actress, Best Music, Best Production Design, Best Costume Design, and Best Makeup. It won Best uh, Supporting Actress, Best Production Design, and Best Horror Film. Interesting. And, yeah. Here's the kicker. It has a 72% Rotten Tomato score and a 55% audience score. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I remember. You remember? It having that low audience score? Yeah. Oh, I, remember. I don't remember that at all. I, I remember. I just Googled it right now. I'm like, holy shit. Um, go on. I was very interested in this movie when trailers were coming out and stuff because mm-hmm. they, they showed it as a very spooky type movie. Yeah. And then when it came out, everyone was like, it wasn't even scary. Everyone was upset. And oh, yeah, yeah. 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 So, that, yeah. so yeah, I, I remember. I remember. <laughs> and that's the, the critic score, though, 72%. Um, I remember at the time this was in the 80s and it was certified fresh i'm pretty sure unless I'm, i don't remember correctly huh. but i was spending a lot of time on Rotten tomatoes i'm pretty sure it was a certified fresh movie and now it's not and that, that 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 made me feel really weird i think it's because there's a bunch of new reviews and maybe they're all lower because they like started allowing like random blogs yeah like on Rotten tomato you see like uh movie or a movie, well, I don't know, Martin blog or whatever. And it's like, who is this guy? <laughs> Why is he allowed? Uh, or Jeremy Johns. <clears throat> uh, and the consensus reads, Crimson Peak offers an engaging, albeit somewhat slight diversion driven, uh, diversion driven by a delightfully creepy atmosphere and director Guillermo del Toro's brilliant knack for unforgettable visuals. Uh, so yeah, I watched this when I was 15, no, 16, and I knew it was coming out. My parents just went to the movie theater, 
uh, they don't do this anymore. I think that was the last time we just went to the movie theater after like eating or something. And like, oh, what's what's on? I think that was the last time we ever did that. Yeah, I used to do that as a kid too with my parents. And then we just stopped one day. Yeah. It's wild. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Maybe they just got used to booking tickets in advance. I don't know. Huh. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, we went. And then my dad wanted to watch a horror movie. And there weren't really any out at the time. I think at least any ones that I was like, well, I was like, oh, I don't want to watch something like, I don't know, like Annabelle or whatever the hell it was at the time. Uh, and I was like, there's this movie called Crimson Peak. Apparently, it's horror. It's from Guillermo del Toro. He's known for his horror things. Uh, and my dad's like, okay, let's watch that. And I was like, oh, you know, I'm not sure if it is actually horror. <laughs> so maybe we should watch something else. And he's like, nah, don't be scared. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not scared. <laughs> I'm trying to warn you. Trying to warn you. Um, and my, my mom and my sister went to go watch Pan. Do you remember that? Pan? Yeah, the Peter Pan movie that came out that year. And then, like, Hook is, is it, a young, hot guy. Is it live action? It's live action, yeah. Yeah, okay. I think I remember. I remember seeing the trailer, and I was like, oh, that looks kind of cool. And, then and it had Nirvana? It. it had Nirvana, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember the trailer. I didn't watch that trailer. I, I, was, <laughs> I was, like, really shocked when people were like, oh, the, you know, Hugh Jackman just starts singing Smells Like Teen Spirit. <laughs> yeah, I remember being really weirded out, like, huh, what? That's, that's an interesting choice. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, that's my personal experience with it. I really liked it. Uh, my dad was less keen on it, but he was all like, like after it, he was like, that wasn't really scary. That was more sad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That's that's my personal experience. Andres, you never watched this movie before. Nope. Tell me your expectations. You already talked a little bit about it, but. Yeah, so I really wanted to watch it at first when the trailers all came out. I thought it looked awesome. And then, you know, people said it wasn't scary. And then I talked to one of my friends who isn't into film at all. And he watched it thinking it was going to be a horror movie. Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah, it wasn't kind of scary at all. But it was a really cool, like, little romance thing. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, I'll watch it one day. Romance. And then I never did. Yeah, that's happened. that happens a lot. Yeah. Especially when you get, like, depressed. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like, I don't want to watch anything. Then you just go back to your comfort shows, and then you just never have time for anything new, you know? You watch The Office for the 50th time again. <laughs> oh, wait, you can't anymore because Netflix took it out. <laughs> <clears throat> Tell me you don't got Peacock? Who has Peacock? It came free with my internet subscription, actually. There's a free version of it. Is there? Yeah. Maybe that's what I have. Maybe that's the one you have. And my internet's just like, hey, we got you this nice little thing. Yeah, you and didn't want, you- <laughs> but we signed you up anyway. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so tell me your gut reactions to this. Um, it looks sick. I love the the way the ghost and just the whole setting are. Everything's sick about that, and I overall think I enjoyed it. I I think it's a positive, but I I thought I was gonna love it, and I gotta say, like after coming from Pan's Labyrinth. I was like, all right, this is going to be a sick uh, viewing experience. It didn't live up to that hype. Yeah. For me. Yeah. I think I liked it because I went in when there weren't that many expectations. Yeah. And in fact, maybe the expectations were kind of low. Uh, but, oh well, yeah. I mean, I really liked it. I don't think, uh, I don't I don't love it. I think, yeah. But I like yeah. it a lot. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's where I'm at. 
I enjoy it. It's cool, but I, I thought I was going to love it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this was really different because before this movie, the only movies I had seen from him were the Hellboy films and Pacific Rim. So, like, I was, <laughs> I knew him from, like, action yeah. sort of things. And I was like, oh, this is kind of different. Because I, I never saw Pan's Labyrinth. I never saw, what is, what's that one? The Devil's Backbone or whatever. Have you yeah. Seen it? Yeah. I, I haven't seen that. Yeah, we should watch that. Anyways, uh, so this was kind of like a weird, it's very slow. It's very human. And it's not... It's 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 focused on like this really like small story. Yeah, it's very small scale thing. Very, just for the most part, really just only like three real like important characters. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which is because he like he just came from like all these giant robots, and I guess he's like fuck anything else right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, uh, do you know the hunting the hunting the haunted mansion? Yeah. I was, I was about to bring bring that up because I saw something online that when this movie came out, he apparently also said he was going to be working on a Haunted Mansion movie. Well, yeah. Well, he had been working on one. And uh, um, I think in 2010, it was announced okay. that he was working on it. And I think in 2012, it was announced that he had already he written the script. So there's this finished script by Guillermo del Toro for a Haunted Mansion movie. And then Disney never made it. Because it was too spooky? It, I guess I so. bet so, man. Because he talked about how his version was the complete opposite of Eddie Murphy's uh, version. Have you seen that? The Eddie Murphy version? Yeah. Yeah. When was the last time you saw it? Uh, a couple of years ago. Maybe two years ago. Yeah. I loved it when I was a kid. I loved it when I was a kid. Watching it now, it still kind of it, it, it kind of hits some similar things like, oh, oh, this was fun when I was a kid. But yeah. at the same time, I'm like... But it's it's not. It's not good. It's not good. <laughs> I could I could put it on and still have a good time, but it's not. There's I I was even a little bored, really? at some parts, like like I like the ghost guys, but when it was the the main guy, not the main guy, the the bad guy, like explaining all his backstory and stuff, I I was just like ah, I don't I don't care. Um. He yeah. he bored me. I, I did seen, not like them with the bad guy. I haven't seen them since I was a kid, so I, uh. I don't know. <laughs> um. But, uh, so yeah, so he was like a complete opposite. It's going to be a gothic horror. It's going to be uh, about that lady with the axe that killed her husband or whatever. It's going to be a period piece, you know, about the origins of the Haunted Mansion. Um, and then Disney was like... That's that's too spooky, that's man. Too spooky. You got to tone it down. Yeah, like, and he refused. It's going to be PG-13. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Wow. Wow. Uh, and then, you know, now they're doing, you know, they're, they're doing another, they're like actually moving forward with, with, the a, di- with a different version mm. that's written by um, this woman. I don't know her name, but she wrote episodes of Parks and Rec and she wrote the Ghostbusters uh, with Melissa McCarthy and uh, Kate McKinnon, you know, that reboot. Uh, so, are, those, are those bad? Uh, I've never seen Ghostbusters. Like the original, the and the the reboot. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, Parks and Rec. You've seen Parks and Rec. Yeah, right? I love Parks and Rec. Yeah, but you know, a lot they're, of people. Yeah, they're going in the comedy direction again, though, which I don't like. Ah, uh, okay. And that's like no. You know, I I like the fun ghost. <laughs> I, I I love the fun ghost, so I'm not upset about it. But I also think the the more horror one would have been sick. Yeah. Also, Guillermo is like he's a huge Disney fanatic. And he, like, the Haunted Mansion is his favorite ride. Mm. So it's like, damn it, guys, come on. Yeah, that's kind of a shame for him. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so th- in a way, this is kind of like his haunted mansion movie. Yeah, like because it, it, for the most part, it's all in one mansion. Yeah, yeah like yeah. Th- this was probably it. He just <laughs> he just turned it up a bit. He turned it up a bit. Uh, yeah. I he wonder if it. the Disney one also had incest. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, did you have a favorite scene? Ah, oh, man. You know? Nah. <laughs> I don't think so. You don't think so? You didn't like any scene enough for it? Not, nothing stood out n- to nothing you? Nothing stood out to me. Really? Not that I can remember, at least. I'll say... I think there was a part... No, you know what? There was one. Yeah, That's when she's taking the bath. It's cool. The shot's all symmetrical. It's like two walls and we're, wa- we're looking through the door frame. So we can like only kind of barely see into the bathroom. You know which mm-hmm. which part? Yeah. And then there's that really cool mirror on top of the bathtub and a bunch of like bluish green lights coming in through there. Mm-hmm. And it looks really cool. And then like the the spooky ghost lady comes out and she looks sick. <laughs> yeah. 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 This movie has really cool visuals, man. You know, one, of, these, one, of, one of those ghosts is Doug Jones. Yeah, and then another one is I don't remember his name, but he's also like six, 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 six I think, one, yeah. and he has like stupid long fingers. Nice, nice. Yeah. Where does where does he find them? Yeah. Where does he find them? <laughs> um, I wonder I, if they're friends. Those two guys. Oh, Doug Jones and the guy. Yeah. yeah. Hey, we look the same. <laughs> um, uh, my favorite scene was uh not a horror scene. It was it was the waltz, the waltz. Uh, with the with the candle? With the candle, he's like, oh, yeah, that's also like, cool. Yeah. Why are we doing this? I've always closed my eyes to things that make me uncomfortable. It makes everything easier. I don't want to close my eyes. I want to keep them open. Yeah, the the mo the best waltz says that you can dance and the 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 fire won't go out or whatever, and I like the way that looks. And the way that that's shot and the camera movements with it, yeah, because it moves with it and it's very swift, and it's very like the music is very elegant. I'm like, oh, this is so sweet. I remember sitting in the theater like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could dance like that. I like dancing. <sighs> I think it's probably why. I wish I could dance with Loki. I, I hear you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you find any of this scary? Oh no, I wouldn't say scary. Oh, you know what? Like. The at the end when the when the sister's chasing the main girl, she's pretty horrifying. Mm-hmm. She's pretty terrifying. Yeah, she's screaming, covered in blood. Yeah, she looks like that girl from the haunted mansion in that scene. Huh? I think so. Anyway. Yeah. I haven't been to the haunted mansion in a while. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's probably what the wife was gonna the the whatever the, the I don't know what her name is. Um, any any yeah. Disney adults. <laughs> That should probably get a a better hobby. You can you can <laughs> let us know what their name is. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, scary. That's the only thing you found scary about it. Ah, uh, I mean, like you know, the ghost things. If I saw them in real life, would would probably be terrifying. But I think the way they're like presented isn't too scary. Yeah, yeah. Well, the first ghost we see is her mom. Yeah, and. Like it's we there's we get a, like a jump scare, where she, the mom touches her uh, arm. Yeah, 
And I mean, she looks horrifying, but in in reality, like the way that she's acting is very like sweet and like obviously like, this is her daughter, so she's very like yeah. kind of careful with her, like with her head and stuff. And she's there and she, to like to warn, warn her. her. Yeah, I don't know. I'm these, not the go- these ghosts aren't bad people. Yeah, yeah. How does she know anyway? The mom. Yeah. Like, what what does she know about it? <laughs> <laughs> ghosts, ghosts exist in a different different. Uh, and they see everything that happens. Yeah, everything's gonna happen. They, they know. They know it, man. <laughs> they can go back in time, and let us know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all the other ghosts are just there to basically warn her, right? Yeah, they're all. Yeah. Well, she says when she's they're writing, all victims. Yeah. Yeah. Are are they all the I, people they killed? I think so. Right. They're all women, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even the one in the closet that's just like. Eh. You see that? I don't remember that. There's a few jump scares. I think that was one of them where she's like looking for the dog and then oh, she's like, okay. oh, how'd you get in there? I, okay. I remember. I remember which one yeah. now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they're all like, because when she's writing her novel yeah, or whatever, she's all like, ghosts are a metaphor for the past. <laughs> it's like, thank you, Guillermo. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you for now we know. <laughs> the movie. Uh, it's very on the nose. I, I never liked that part. Well, it's very on the nose. It's like, it's not a ghost story. It's a story with ghosts in it. Yeah. And like, I get it. I get it. <laughs> um, yeah. And they're all, I guess she finds out the way. You know what this movie reminded me of? I can't remember. <laughs> it reminds me of another movie, though. Of The Haunted Mansion. I, I Haunted see it, Mansion. man. I see it. Eddie Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> And like I feel like there's another movie where there's like this giant ghost. Oh wait, wait, wait! Ah, oh, oh, the one with Johnny Depp and he's a vampire. Um, Dark Shadows. Yeah, right? that's and, the one. Uh, there's like this also like this ghost lady right in the middle, and then the the um. She's like a babysitter or something. She did you watch that movie? I've seen it, <laughs> but it's been too long. And I, I immediately after watching it, Just couldn't explain it to you. Yeah, there's this ghost like in the middle, like in a mansion, right? And there's a ghost of like uh, Johnny Depp's old wife, and it's a like huh. careful or something. Yeah, and it feels very similar to that. <laughs> All right. Just, just gonna point that out. Um, yeah, you just do you remember that scene where? Uh, Helena Bonham Carter gives Johnny Depp a blowjob. No, like, what? That happens? That happens in that movie. She, oh, she like goes down and gives him a blowjob for some reason. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I remember really not enjoying that movie and being very bored. Yeah, I was and now I remember anything else. I was a kid when that came out and I loved it. Huh. <laughs> um, I was in high school. I don't, I don't remember exactly how old, but... I, probably I, 16. I did not like yeah. it. Anyways... Oh, we've gotten on a lot of tangents in this episode. Uh, what were we talking about? Crimson Peak? I think so. That sounds familiar. <laughs> uh, do you just want to break it down? Sure, let's go into it. Uh, let's talk about the writing. We, we talked about the dialogue a little bit because it's very on the nose in those moments. Yeah. What do you think about the dialogue in the rest of the of the movie? How does it sound like to you? Does it sound very natural to you? Um, I don't know if that's really how old people speak back then. I don't think so. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but it feels it feels off. What era is also, this Also, uh, it's early 1900s, I think. Okay. Really? I think so. That's not how people talk to them. <laughs> it sounds like the 1700s or something. Yeah. It, it feels <laughs> off. 
Yeah. And I feel like there was something to the delivery of the lines too, but maybe it's just because of the way they're written. I don't know. So, something's just really off with it. We're going to say something else. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, it feels off and it feels, um, I guess, kind of melodramatic, you know? Yeah. And that's probably what he's going for. Because you've seen Shape of Water, right? Yes, I have. And you remember the dialogue. That dialogue there sounds more naturalistic and more like a person. Yeah. Um, and here it sounds like it's like way uh, foreign, basically. Like it sounds like they're reciting, I don't know, poetry, I guess. Shakespeare right there, Shakespeare, yeah. Shakespeare, so like, Madam, <laughs> would you be so kind as to be my partner in this dance? I also feel like the pacing seems off to me. I don't know. Cause there's like that part, you know, after we find out the dad's dead, it feels like almost immediately after they get married. Yeah. And that just seems like what? And that happens halfway through the movie. Well, like suddenly she's in the house and they're married. Yeah. They like, I don't don't know. Like I I was like, did I miss something? It felt like it just jumped right into it. Like what happened? Because uh, she sees the dad dad and like Tom Hiddleston goes, I'll always be here for you. And then they, uh, they're married. All right. And I guess I think a few months must have passed. Something. No, but, they, they but got no. married that next day. They got married the next day. And, fl- and flew out to England. Wait, they're not married yet. That's right. They're engaged. That's also something that's kind of like, um, like aren't they married? Because then he does the thing where she he picks her up and then walks her the door so i think we're supposed to assume they're married but in reality they're not married yeah i don't know it's very weird yeah um yeah it's a lot of setup though because we enter the haunted house basically halfway through like at the half point yeah. is when we finally get into the haunted house uh which in any other typical movie i think that would have happened maybe like 20 minutes earlier yeah um but you know slow and steady Wins the race. Yeah, this movie... Very slow. It's yeah, a slow very burn. slow. Uh, what do you think about the characters? How are... Do you think you do care about any of them? You know? Yeah, like, at the end, I was even feeling a little sympathetic for Loki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's being abused. Yeah, like, he wa- he's trying to get out of this. He's, he yeah. clearly doesn't like what's going on here. I mean, he was 12. Yeah. When he, when he was forced into a sexual relationship yeah. by his 14-year-old sister. Which is wild, man. That's also something. That twist, which uh, you said you had a theory on it while you were watching it, right? Yeah. Uh, I was I was watching this with my girlfriend. And before we find out the twist, I was like, I bet we're going to find out they're not really related. And they're actually married. And they're just uh, doing this scam for the, for the money. And, you know, I was... I was Pretty close, Pretty except close. they actually are related, <laughs> but they but yeah. they are they are together. Um, I because I was like, oh, they're obviously like in love and they're having sex. I think that, that was, that's obvious, right? That's something yeah. obvious. Um, but because at this time, I'm not gonna say. Oh, let me what? let me try to rephrase myself. <laughs> um, I ne- I didn't assume that they weren't related. I always I assumed that they were. And I was like, oh, that's fucked up. Uh, that's what I say. But also at the time, I guess at the time it was kind of trendy. Uh, for incest was kind of trendy. You know what I mean? Uh, was there other incest movies well, around here? No, no, no. But like in any sort of porn website before, <laughs> like 
2012 and before you went to a porn website, you would see more diverse stuff. Huh. Around this time is when incest porn started becoming more mainstream. And like you'd open the, yeah, you've been the to a porn gates. website. Yeah. yeah. And like homepage is always like mom, son, brother, sister, daughters. Yeah. Dad. Yeah. Um, and that's why I guess it's just like at that point it was normalized for me. So it's like, yeah, I mean, yeah. sure they're related. Why not? All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Well, because uh, she says that line, they, uh, Mio goes, uh, you're not really his sister. It was like, you want to know the best part or something? We, I, I really am. Yeah. <laughs> and my dad missed that part. My dad doesn't understand English that well. But because uh, after the movie, I was like, wow, can you believe that they were brother and sister? He's like, no, nah, no, nah, they weren't real brother and sister. <laughs> Well, no, they, they say they're. Maybe he did hear that line. And it's just, thought, it's just like, no, 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 no that no, can't be that's true. Too, that's that's, that's taking it too far, guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah. There's also something about that delivery where I can see someone thinking, oh, she, she's just me- messing with her. Yeah. Maybe because she's like, because she's like her. the best part. Like, all right, that's a little, a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't, she says something like that. She like, says something like that. Yeah, Not like, exactly that. He said something like, what's wonderful or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Something about it makes it seem like, oh, what? What? <laughs> uh, I love that line, though. I love the way that line's delivered, and it's just so perfect. I yeah, and that love just throws it right off after <laughs> that. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're, we're, we're being incestuous. <laughs> Boom. Um, yeah, Guillermo's always like that. Um, he's, he's always like writing about, like, taboo relationships. Because, obviously, Shape of Water, that's, you know. A fish man. Bestiality. Yeah, bestiality. Um, and he's always been very... Um, if you hear him in interviews, he's always very proud to have like erotic stuff in his movies. Because huh. he, he feels like, yeah, that's part of life. Because uh, I remember in The Shape of Water, and we'll talk about that when Jasmine's Next here. week. When Jasmine's here, yeah. Um, he's not like... Because uh, basically, Beauty and the Beast, he goes, in the Disney Beauty and the Beast... They don't fuck. But in my movie, they fuck. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So, obviously, he loves that. And there's a lot of discourse right now around sex scenes. Have you seen any of it? No. No. There's Can't like, say yeah. There's people going like, ugh, no movie should ever have a sex scene uh, because I hate sex. Or <laughs> it might be triggering to someone. Uh, and then there's other people going like, uh, no, there should be sex scenes. Uh, and I agree with those people that there should be sex. There shouldn't be censorship. Right? Yeah, I don't think we should censor art ever. But then some of them go, we should have even more sex scenes in movies. And then they even go like, we should put it in comic. Like, I remember seeing criticisms of uh, Wonder Woman 84. Of, like, not it's being not, sexy enough? It's not being erotic enough. I'm like, okay, all right, calm down. <laughs> okay, that's too much. Those, those movies are for kids. <laughs> even if Wonder Woman 84 doesn't include a, <laughs> a sex scene, basically. That's as close as a sex scene as any comic book movie should get. So, I don't know. People are weird, man. Yeah. Calm down. Uh, yeah, that's that's writing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really like the slow burnness of it. I really like the sort of slow uh, reveal of it. It's kind of like reading a novel. Yeah. Um, Which is cool because there's a lot of uh, callbacks to the fact that she's a writer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the main character writes novels, you know. And then oh. at, the, at the end, I really like how at the the credits, it ends with a uh, her novel and it's Crimson Peak, written nice. by her. Nice. 
Yeah. It's like, yeah. ah, uh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> There's this book called The Blythville Romance, uh, which I'm pretty sure Guillermo has read because that's also like a gothic romance. Mm. And when I was reading that book for class uh, in college, which is years later after I watched this, it has, the imagery in it is very similar to this. And I'm like, oh, you know. Oh, fantastic! This is what he stole. I see. Yeah, because yeah. I would I would read that and I would only imagine uh, that's cool. Crimson Peak, because uh, this is the first thing I think this is probably the first gothic romance thing I've ever seen. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I like the spookiness of the house. I like how it's supposed to reveal something about humanity. That's what the Blackfield romance is. As well. You should mm. read it. It's pretty good. It's one of the few books I actually read in English. Throughout <laughs> <laughs> my English major. Um, Acting. Let's get into the acting. Three actors in it, basically. Yeah. Um, any any of them stand out to you? Yeah, you know, um, Mr. Loki, very charming guy. Yeah. He, he's great at that. And then at the end, too, when he's, like, more, I don't know, like, vulnerable? sensitive. Yeah, vulnerable. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for. He was great for that too, but the, the real standout is how scary the sister is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you don't know her, but she's usually cast as a. You got a rock. Oh right my there. god! <laughs> a rock just fell out of my shoe. Um, uh, uh, what thing? Jessica Chastain's usually cast as a very good person. Uh, so this is like the like I guess she's a villain in X Men. Haven't seen X Men. I'm not gonna watch the movie, <laughs> but uh, this is like one of the few villain roles she has. And she's great and she's at great it. She in it. kills it. Yeah, yeah. Because, uh, I don't know, her breakout role was The Help. Um, have you? Uh, do you know what that movie is about? No. It's about racism. Ah. <laughs> it's about black maids uh, working for their white uh, female um, uh, bosses. Um, and Jessica Chastain plays the only like good white boss mm. in the whole movie. So she's got that, you know, going, you know, obviously she's casting those type of roles. And this is like, uh, she goes against typecast in this, and that's fantastic. Yeah. I, I didn't know, I didn't watch anything with her really before this. So it's like, oh, I didn't know this was such a special role. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know either. Um, yeah, fantastic. Mia Wasikowska. Fuck me. <laughs> Mia Wasikowska. Uh she uh pretty good American accent if you're not American. Remember, because Alice in Wonderland is British. Is it? Yeah. I was about to say, is it? I don't, I don't know. I'll <laughs> Isn't that an American story? Why are they British? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. Um Yeah, it's a great good American accent. I think uh what do you think of her? She's alright. You think she's basically doing the same thing she does in Alice? What's she doing, Alice? Boring? I don't, like, I don't think she's boring. Is she boring? She's supposed know. to be shy, right? Yeah. Well, I get that. Especially in the early on, you really like, yeah, she's really shy. Mm-hmm. And kind of like she doesn't um, fight for herself in the beginning. Yeah. But she learns to fight for herself. That's her character arc, right? And that finally she just leaves on her own. And she kills um, Jessica Chastain. Fantastic, too. She gave a great line afterwards. What was it? I heard you the first time. Remember that? Because she was like, either you or me are going to die. Oh, and then she okay, said it again. Okay. Like, I heard you the first time. Yeah, fantastic. Oh, yeah. Uh, Charlie Hunnam plays a good guy in this. 
He usually plays kind of like a douchebag. So it's nice that he's playing like a nice guy in this. And I feel bad for him. Yeah. I mean, so he he already like suspected that the brother and sister were, you know, killers. But also that might have that might have been jealousy or, you know, whatever. I don't know. You don't know? I don't know, man. Because <laughs> he's, he's like, he's like straight up t- throwing out these allegations like, hey, the mom died. No one wanted to speak up because the truth was too horrible. Like that's that's like basically oh, what he that's, says. That, that's towards the end, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But like that, that's that's what I'm talking about. Like they call him in to check up on her, knowing that these guys are are probably oh, killers. Yeah, and he yeah, just yeah. goes in, walks in, no weapon, anything. Yeah, he should have taken like a gun or whatever. And then not just that, he's like, "I'm gonna take her to a hospital." They're like, "No, you're not." He's like, "Yes, I am." And all he does is turn his back to them, and of course he gets stabbed. Like, what? What are you doing? <laughs> uh, man, that's the life of a simp. You know, he's a lifelong <laughs> that's, simp. That's yeah. the moral of his story. Both, both, both Charlie Hunnam and Tom Hiddleston are simps in this. You know, yeah, yeah, that's the they simps. are. Because um, they're working for basically like. Everything they do is in service of a woman. Yeah. That's very interesting, actually. Because it's usually the other way around. Where female characters usually do any everything in service of a man. That's a very nice... I'm just this is a very empowering, very empowering movie. movie. And that is really interesting. Because like, the main, uh, I guess, conflict is between Jessica Chastain and Mia yeah. Wojciechowska. Yeah. Um, and the the sort of conflict between Tom Hiddleston and Charlie Hunnam is basically just due to their loyalties to the to the woman that you know that they have. That's very interesting. I just wow, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I even make that connection. Yeah, I was, I was just gonna come here and make jokes about them being simple, <laughs> <laughs> which is still accurate. Yeah, he he yeah. walks he walks fucking four hours in a snowstorm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he could have waited a little bit. No, nah, could he? Nah, he got him just in time, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so that's it for acting, because those are the only really performances that, that are in this. Um, cinematography? So I talked about that one shot that I thought looked really cool. Mm-hmm. There's a lot, like, the. Uh, uh, do you see now Guillermo's, like, um, style? Like the hallmarks of his style? I don't think quite yet. I don't know. I was trying to pay attention to camera movement, but I think I got too distracted because I, I don't remember his camera movements in this. Is it similar to Pan's Labyrinth? Um, not as wavy. Okay. Because I described Pan's Labyrinth being really, really Yeah. Wavy, but it's still very smooth and it moves a lot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like noticed things like that. Yeah. 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 There's also the colors in this. Yeah. Um... I was I was thinking like the bluish green was like oh this feels a lot like the shape of water and it's like oh maybe he really likes those colors but yeah. in the shape of water it kind of fits because it's a water theme and it was yeah like an aquamarine and during that that bat scene I guess yeah he, that's when I noticed the the blue the most yeah 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 and yeah. then you know the really bright red because crimson yeah 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 crimson, crimson. was that crimson oh, crimson is, a, is crimson is, is the color is red. <laughs> So you know and the red clay, the red ghost. Crimson, I just crimson to me is just <laughs> a scary word. <laughs> I don't know. Um, 
Yeah, the red, the red. I remember back when I first saw this, I was gonna write a, a little tiny essay on the colors, on the color usage of this. Yeah, and I was trying to remember what I was gonna say about it, about like what each color represented, and I'm trying to remember either I, I actually knew what I was talking about and I was gonna say something meaningful, or I was just gonna say colors pretty. <laughs> like it was, it was one of those two, but yeah, yeah, I can't remember what I was gonna add to that i know that like there's this contrast between the green room and then she's like going through a candlestick right and the candlestick sort of lights her face up as like mm. bright red um and oh mia washikaska is very pale by the way yeah yeah she is yeah yeah so like the colors really bounce off of her <laughs> uh ah, man guillermo really likes his pale people everyone, <laughs> in, everyone in this movie's pale yeah everyone um, and so in the shape of water, the main girl is pale. Yeah, she is. And then Pan's Lambeth, we got the pale man. The pale, uh, no, this, <laughs> well, the, the, the little girl in that is also very pale. Yeah, yeah she is. Maybe that's just the aesthetic of like gothic. Oh, yeah, horror. yeah. It's like that's, pale skin people. Yeah. Which, is that racism? It's probably rooted in racism. I don't think he mm. needs to be racist. So. <laughs> um... Uh, yeah. Oh, anyways, I was gonna say Mia Wasikowska. We passed acting already, but I just, she she was in this movie with Robert Pattinson uh, called Damsel. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Nope. It's a western. Robert Pattinson plays like this um, quirky guy who's gonna go rescue Mia Wasikowska and like marry her. And then she's like, "I never loved you." He's like, "You gave me mixed messages. I gave you no messages." <laughs> um. Anyways. Uh-huh. Uh, they did a press tour, and uh, they did that uh, wired autocorrect auto auto uh, interview, yeah. and uh, they're both basically have the same personalities. Well, they're both like adorably uh, introverted and awkward and very quiet. Nice. Yeah, and she asked. She answered the question was like, "Is why is why is Mia Wasikowska famous?" And then she goes. Is she famous? I don't think she is. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, anyways. She also said that someone came up to her and was like, hey, you look just like that girl from Alice in Wonderland. I think her name's Claire Danes. Anyways, it's cop. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, great. <laughs> um, yeah, that's cinematography. Uh, let's talk about... So, wait, wait. Well, Go, going back to color drawing, quick second. Crimson is supposed to be like a really dark red right or is it just a very bright red i just found out that it's a color so i Ah. wouldn't know okay so i was because i was under the impression crimson was a very dark red like for the the ghost skeletons we see they usually come out as very dark red yeah but the clay itself is a very bright red it's like uh uh jam yeah like when we first get to the mansion and it's leaking out of the forest i was like what the heck is that like jam (laughs) yeah (laughs) Like at first, I was like, "Is that supposed to be blood? That does not look like blood. It yeah. looks too, too, too colorful. Blood's blood's not like that." Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, the colors at the end too. It's basically white and red. Yeah. Because they're both in white dresses, right? Yeah, she's in white. Uh, Jessica Chastain's in a white dress too, right? Um, I think so. I think hers is like white and like part of her top is black i think yeah, remember yeah. right yeah because yeah. yeah, she's a bad person so you gotta sing uh. <laughs> uh 
it's very it's nice because gothic lends itself to that sort of like broad uh this bad this good mm. sort of thing even though in this the characters are a little bit more complex where um uh, like tom hiddleston like he's very conflicted in his what, he, what he's doing yeah yeah but like jessica chastain is just purely evil emilio Shikovska is basically purely good um and charlie hunnam is you know <laughs> um anyway yeah it's just white and red that's basically the color at the end yeah and it looks awesome like i remember sitting there in the theater going like wow that looks so striking. That like that red stuff, man. They should make more horror movies in the snow. Yeah, paint everything yeah, red, that'd yeah. be pretty cool. Yeah, too bad there's not gonna be snow for very long. You know, get get your horror <laughs> movies ready, though, man. <laughs> That's right. We'll we'll learn how to make fake snow. Oh, we already do know how to make fake well, snow. We don't gotta worry then. <laughs> we gotta worry then. Um. Uh, yeah. VFX. We talked about how cool they look. Yeah, it's this weird thing because they're pros- they're prosthetic. Uh, touched up with cgi yeah yeah because it's like smoke yeah and i guess that's supposed to make them look like ghosts yeah but they look like ghosts already yeah there's um one ghost at the very end that has like way more smoke than the rest mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it looks kind of weird i saw some people online saying it kind of looked very like like an old video game. I didn't get that impression. I don't play video games. <laughs> but like what type of old video game? Oh, like the nineties? Uh I think they said like PlayStation One era, whenever PlayStation One was. I don't know. But like I I do think the CGI had a a stiffness to it, but I think it was on purpose. Mm-hmm. Like stylistic. Yeah, it was a stylistic choice. Cause uh, at the end when we see um tom hilson's ghost and he's got like that smoke coming out of his not smoke it's like uh, blood yeah. like Ooh. smoking out yeah. it's like this it's very slow and yeah and then she like touches it yeah like that. it's very yeah. sad yeah because he died and they were actually in love yeah and he loved her did he love his sister not really yeah no <laughs> man that's wild and then you see her ghost at the end that's the last thing you see is jessica chastain's ghost which is not smoky. I don't think it was smoky. No. It just seemed like a dead zombie body. Yeah. And it wasn't red. It was like completely black. Because they're like, I guess her soul. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Maybe. Because yeah. she was just that terrible. Because she killed her mom and her brother. Yeah. Yeah, she did. Um. Yeah. That's. You know, is that everything for VFX? You think? I think so, yeah. I enjoyed them. Yeah. I like. I'll, I really like how everything looks, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah the uh music music it's cool very like classical music yeah yeah yeah. you know we talked about how uh pan's labyrinth all of the songs were kind of like a a lullaby yeah and this is not that it's very um it still feels kind of whimsical in a way but not not in that way you know yeah there's some parts that are very upbeat and whimsical yeah. yeah yeah Like, the the normal parts where she's living her life and, like, falling in love with Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. Like, she already, you know, here's what I don't understand. She she seemed to have, like, a good rapport with um, Charlie Hunnam. It looked like she liked him. Yeah. What happened? Um, He is not as attractive. You think so? You don't think so? Yeah. I think he's more attractive than Tom Hiddleston. I don't think so. I think. I don't know. I personally don't like Tom Hiddleston. 
<laughs> but I'm very aware that a lot of people lot do. Of people do yeah. So there, there's got to be something there. Oh. Mm. Maybe his charming personality. Yeah. And this, yeah. He, I mean, in this, he does. He comes off kind of odd. Obviously, like there's a purpose for it. Like he comes off kind of like like there's a there's something under his charming personality. Yeah. I just go with Charlie Hunnam, man. He's a good guy. <laughs> He's a doctor. He's a doctor, man. Well, this guy has a failing clay business. Like, go with the doctor. <laughs> with the doc- what are you doing? <laughs> um, yeah, that's music. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I want to talk about one thing right away that I thought was really cool. Was There was this one scene where her and Tom Hilton are making out. And the music is very upbeat, like, whimsical, classical music. And then the very next scene is when they go to uh, identify her dead dad's body. And, like, the music, like, doesn't cut. Like, it goes from that one. I, I guess it cuts. Yeah, it's like a drastic cut. Like, it goes from very happy, and then it's very quiet, like, menacing music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that yeah, was yeah. cool. A lot of this music is atmospheric where, yeah. um, and haunting. But I would, I would put it on um, while I was reading uh, for my classes. And, I, and, you know, while I was reading... Um, the Blythe Romance. Mm. I would put it on and be like, "This, this is this feels <laughs> right, right here, man. This is the nice. shit." Um, yeah, editing. You know, there was one time I noticed. You know how in Pan's Labyrinth he would like cross like a tree and then like transition into that. Mm. Yeah, he did that once in this. When was it? Like right in the beginning. No. Didn't notice it. Yeah, I think he likes doing that. Yeah, does this thing. Yeah. Did you notice anything about the editing? No, nothing particular. I just said that. Did you notice anything about the editing? In case you, in case oh. you, in case you didn't <laughs> understand you said it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, nothing particular. Yeah. 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 It's pretty good. I mean, it was nominated for... It was, a, it was not nominated for editing. I don't even know if they have an editing award. But, uh... <laughs> it was yeah. good enough that I didn't notice. Which yeah. means it was good, That's what apparently. they say about editing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, what would you give this out of uh, five? <sighs> I liked it. So last week, I guess, yes, whenever we did Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't worry about the actual days. I didn't give it a rating. <laughs> so whatever I gave that one, take one point off. And that's where probably this sits. So I'd say if you give it like a five? It's probably like a four. Four. Does that feel right? It's like I a, think yeah. so. Yeah. I, I like this. And I do want to watch it again. I'd give it like a four out of five as well. Yeah. Um, the only re- the uh, honestly the the biggest reason I chose this for his second film yeah, for Guillermo is because I don't know how it felt about watching Pacific Rim because I know that I know people love it. Yeah. But it, it's very much like uh, the three we're watching. I feel all feel very <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it fits more because yeah. it would have been like this detour of like yeah. let's go into his action <laughs> blockbuster genre. Which maybe, I mean, maybe it would have been nice to see his other side, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I like this movie anyway. Yeah. Um, and I think I like it more than Pacific Rim. I don't hate Pacific Rim. I don't love it as much <laughs> as other people do. Yeah. I know, like, nerds love it. Yeah. And I'm like, good for you guys. <laughs> yeah, I like movies about real people. <laughs> Generally. I love the MCU. I like it out of any blockbuster I probably devote my time to them the most. But overall, I prefer movies that are more down to earth. And not that these were like, they have like a, you know what magical realism is? Yeah. Yeah. 
that like a lot of his movies are like that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I like that. That sort of. I understand that there's like a group of people who are like super into these big like fighting robot things. Yeah. Like they get really into like Transformers and Godzilla, King Kong. What's that other one? The Japanese guys, Gundam. Like, like there's these big fan bases for all those things, Attack and I Titan. get it. But I'm not into it. Yeah, I, I'm. Yeah. I like Godzilla. Everything else, I'm not into. I like the first. <laughs> the first. <laughs> I, I haven't watched the original ones, but I like the Godzilla from 2014. Yeah. And I liked uh, King Kong from 2017. Yeah. Uh, and I'm excited for them to fight. Yes. Eh. Have you seen the trailer for it? No, no, yeah, you put it on. Did no, it? Oh, no, you yeah, didn't. Did yes, you did. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. It looks so cheesy, and like, and that's you know, I'm totally fine with that. You know, <laughs> I think it's so wild to see that because Godzilla King of Monsters, it was marketed and like they were playing Claire de Lune, and like this really like it was supposed to be like sad and kind of like maybe artistic. Yeah, and then the movie is just monsters fighting. Basically. Yeah, uh, and this one they went all out and they're playing like a. Which I think is the right direction for this. And to me, I'm like, wow, that looks awful. I don't want to watch that. Yeah, because I mean, like Godzilla, I know a lot of people said they don't care about the humans. I cared about the humans a little bit in those movies. I liked Brian Cranston and his son. Yeah, I did too. And Elizabeth Olsen is in that. But I didn't care about the humans in the second one. No, eleven and the other ones. But that's that wasn't the point for them. Yeah, like we were just seeing monster fights, uh, and in the, in the first in the first Godzilla, we were watching it from like the point of view of the humans. Yeah, and it felt so like big and like scary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm that so was dis- good. That's so disappointed good. about <laughs> the, the second Godzilla. Uh but yeah, let's see how it goes. It's the same guy who directed. Um, what was that movie called? The, what the remake? The Witcher? No, no, no. What? The Witch? <laughs> Blair Witch. Blair oh, Witch. Blair Witch. Yeah. Oh. He also oh. did The Guests and uh, You're Next. Oh. I love You're Next. Yeah, I like The Guests. And, um, but, yeah. Blair Witch. I actually like Blair Witch. I like <laughs> the remake more than I like the original. I've never seen the original. But I like I like I mean I haven't I because we watched it in an advanced screening I don't know if you remember yeah I remember and we watched it before any reviews were out and we were both like yeah that was, I liked that a lot and then like and then the reviews boom every- like they just tanked the reviews and I was like what <laughs> <laughs> and then I had a night after the movie came out on DVD me and my friends rented it. And I was like, oh, hey, this is a cool movie. I liked it. Yeah. And then everyone was like, you have awful taste. Yeah, awful taste. I was like, I, I don't know, man. Yeah, Leave I mean, it looked, I mean, it was a horror movie. It was that, a horror movie. That stuff happened. And yeah. What more can you ask for? Anyways, I don't know. Maybe I, I was dying at the time, to be fair. <laughs> so maybe I wasn't in the best chain. But I liked it. Anyways, uh, I guess that's our little sec that's what we used to talk about all day in our other podcast yeah just like what <laughs> movies coming out uh anyways that's it oh what, what would you change about crimson peak um what were my complaints i think i think uh i said pacing and it's slow i don't know if that would make it better though like those those parts where i thought it just like jumped like 
from from the dead dad to the wedding not not to the wedding there there's no wedding they're just married or not i don't know is that something that needs to be changed maybe not but that's something i would change maybe it makes make the worst movie clear. yeah yeah it might make the worst movie but hey man yeah yeah it's um it's on my on me to make good movies <laughs> Anyways, that's the podcast. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Good night. I love you. Bye.